Hello and welcome to The Middle is Open. Abel Carrillo here along with Anthony Espeline and Peter Carrillo. And you know what, guys? We are stuck at our houses because El Paso, yeah, we're not getting the job done here. We are at like 40 positive cases now total for the year, right? 40? 40,000? 40,000. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was sorry. Like... 40,000. 40. Yeah, sorry. It's already at that. No, no. It's already at that point. We're already like, I'm just counting like 39, 40, 41. You, count you know, by the thousands. there's no. Yeah, yeah. There's no need to say thousand after every fucking. But anyways, um, El Paso, we are, we're in pretty bad shape. I would say, um, there's a lot of cases here. What are your guys' thoughts on what is taking place here in the borderline? Peter, go for it. Uh, I, was, I was doing it for you, Anthony, but it, it just seems surreal to me. You know, it seems like one of those uh, those end of the world movies where we always saw the lines and people lining up for food or testing and, and hospitals getting built out of convention centers because that's what's happening here. And then we, um, up until recently, I mean, we had heard of friends kind of getting it, uh, some family members getting it. But I know we were hit pretty hard, and it happened at a real shitty occasion for us. Like, we were at a funeral, and basically our whole family, Abel came down, uh, um, my, my parents, uh, my, my fiance, it just kind of all went around. Um, I was fortunate enough, as far as I know, um, I didn't test positive, but who knows, you know? It's yeah. one of those things, like, tests have been proven to be, um, I don't want to say wrong, but the the turnover to when you find out and when the virus is taking effect are two different things, you know? So there's been a lot of like misconception on if I test negative, I'm, I'm good, but that has proven not to be so. And, and the numbers show like people were, were being reckless. We saw, I mean, we weren't oblivious to it. We saw people were out still on Sundays, uh, a Sunday fun day, people still had their cookouts. People were still out together, uh, going to the bars. They and, still are. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's the thing is like, we've proven as a society until it affects us. And, and I could say myself too, you know, I, yeah. I started becoming complacent. Um, but as a society, as long as it doesn't affect us, we really kind of turn a blind eye to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you're tuning into this show, obviously you know that we've been out for a little more than a month has it been anthony has it been a month or holy shit yeah, yeah it's, right. it's been a month yeah you're right so it's been a month it's been a month since the last time we recorded uh obviously peter and i we've gone through some stuff uh family uh we lost our grandmother so that that was the beginning of uh, i guess putting the show on postponement uh and then of course like peter mentioned we had a couple, oh, I shouldn't say a couple, we've had a few uh, positive cases in our family. Uh, we kind of traced it back to it being because of, you know, the rosary, funeral, things of that nature. Um, now, that's that's one thing that I've kind of wanted to, to bring up. Um, life, life is moving on. Life life goes on life continues to run its course uh it's not stopping for the pandemic obviously um 
it was something that our family was dealing with, with a loss of a family member. And that was one of the big questions, uh, how we were going to handle uh, going to the rosary and the funeral, because we were thinking about, well, is it is it entirely safe for us to go to to celebrate the, the life of a loved one? And, you know, we took every single precaution, at least we thought we did, um, wearing our mask, having the hand sanitizers and things of like that. And it, it just so happened after the the funeral and stuff, a few people in our family got the got the That wasn't a COVID cough, by the way. Just, <laughs> yeah, it went down the wrong way, okay? <laughs> yeah. Nowadays but, people give you that look like, oh, he's got COVID. <laughs> I saw it. But um yeah, so a few people got COVID in our family, but I it, it it's one of those like how do how do we continue to live life uh, knowing that this is out there? And we just saw it firsthand, like how fast it can run through a family. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we're fortunate. Our, our family's been pretty fortunate as far as, um, you know, it, nobody's serious. Knock on wood, nobody's out of the woods yet, but um, we're all doing pretty well. And... And I'm just, it, it kind of makes you wonder, like, I, I know initially it was almost kind of like anger, like, ah, who did it? Like, who's at fault here? You kind of yeah. want to point fingers. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, it, it, we'll probably never know. And does it really matter? You know, like you, like Abel said, we move forward from this and, and just, just pray for, for it not to happen again and be a little bit more cautious and, and um, just and for everyone out there. Cause it's not just an isolated incident with us. It, I mean, we've all been affected. We've all known people that have, have gotten it. And then now we don't like the, the whole damn city's got it. We're yeah. literally all over the city. Like you two are on the West side on two different ends. I'm on the Northeast and we see it everywhere. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it is kind of a, uh, surreal like i said it, it's like a movie like it is uh and then now and now they implemented these new restrictions like there's a curfew um there's, there's police are looking for you to be with masks now you know like it's gotten to the point where we do need to be supervised because we've proven that we can't do it on our own <laughs> yeah do you um what do you think anthony um i mean so far, well, what the city has done, they basically, like Peter said, they they put in this curfew. But up to this point, it seemed like the city officials, uh, the mayor, the county judge, they weren't really involved uh, of trying to contain this. They didn't mandate uh, put any any kind of rules or regulations or mandates, serious mandates. Uh, what are your thoughts on city officials? I th I think it's kind of hard for <clears throat> it's hard for them because <clears throat> any anyway it's kind of like a any way you slice it you're gonna be a bad guy <coughs> right so like if you were to enforce like really strict um, guidelines or laws or whatever um, a lot of people are gonna are gonna either disregard those or or just go against it um, to be rebellious you know what I mean. And then it's like, mm -hmm. if you don't, then you get criticized for not being strong enough 
to imp- implement those. Um, it's tough, man. I I think the right thing, at least in my view, would be to impose some a little bit stronger, maybe not stronger, but maybe a little more, I don't know, cautious uh, but, but do you think the mayor and the county judge and city council have done everything in their power to try to slow this down? No, I mean, because we're already, think, I don't think so, to be honest with you. We're already in month, we're in month seven of this pandemic, at least here in the borderland. And it seems like for the first time, they've said, okay, we need to do something about this. Like at the very beginning, yeah, they, they kind of said, oh, uh, we, we're going to, you know, close down restaurants and bars and gyms and things like that. And that lasted what, like a month or two, yeah, was it? A month, yeah. Like a month. Um, but then after that, it was just like, okay, now what? Like, let's open everything up because of, I don't know. Peter? Well, I, I think it's, um, honestly, it's an election year, obviously. So November 4th, everyone's going to the polls. Um, they could say they were in the best interest, but I also think that it look it puts a black eye on your campaign when you say, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna take we're gonna roll back on your rights because you guys aren't old enough to make these decisions." It, it does like nobody wants to put that on on their their image. Right. You know they they say, "Oh, be cautious." Everybody wants to pin it on somebody else. Yep. Yep. So um, I think they were they were cautious in that sense for their own campaigning, like. That that's an opinion. I mean, you could think whatever you want. They were trying to follow the lead. If it fails, oh well, this is on the governor. You know, the governor said we could open this, so let's keep it on him. Everybody wanted to get their hands off it, you know. And, yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about it. But it was just, um, I I don't know, man. It's just kind of funny how how everybody says that that they're doing the the best they could and and everybody's uh being being cautious and wearing their mask and all but you can wear your mask for eight months straight or whatever and all it takes is one two stupid acts of of uh of just being reckless i, I mean at this point Complacent. it's reckless because we all yeah we all know what it is and what's funny is there are places in the nation that were hit real hard at first and they're doing better. I mean, there's a rise overall in the nation, um, but our community was doing fairly good. Yeah. But then we started getting that cabin fever. People started getting complacent. Like I've already been doing this for eight months. Let me. Just, I think I deserve a chance to go out. They even brought the whole enchilada tournament here to El Paso. Yeah. Which, which I, I mean, I went out there as well. You know, like, and. And there was a lot of people with no masks and all this. Uh, I chose to not even go in the dugout. I stayed on the outside, but uh, you saw it. I saw it firsthand. And one one thing is, like, everybody's saying, oh, well, um, the restaurants need to to make business. So we need to allow restaurants to be open and this and that. And I've even heard the ignorance, like, oh, you're going to close restaurants, but you're going to leave the border open. You're going to have people come over. If they're really worried about money, like the business side, the economic side, dude, you close the border, completely close the border. Yeah. And the country is going to flip because 
they put like people that come from Mexico that work here and spend money here and stuff. That's a big economic impact. That's the whole reason we have open borders. Yeah. Well, as as it is, as it is, the U.S. has already taken a big hit, and especially like El Paso downtown has taken a huge hit because they don't have non uh, people that don't have the. It has to be not uh, essential workers coming over. It can't. It has to be people that yeah, have a job here. Be, yeah, yeah. It, it can't, can't just be. be like you have a shopping visa. You're coming over. I mean, it, it's already hit El Paso See, really, but, uh, really bad. But what I'm so, talking about is I've heard I've heard some comments say, "Oh, well, it's the people coming from Juarez here that are bringing the know. disease," and it's like, no, it's the fucking That's recklessness bullshit. that everyone's doing. I mean, yeah, you could probably attribute maybe a small percentage coming over, a very small about. percentage, but I think the percentage of of people just being reckless and going to parties and having parties and going over to houses mm-hmm. and all that it's <laughs> that's what the real problem is yeah. but it's always funny that people want to pin it on someone else or pin it on this or point fingers and obviously there i mean even if people were coming over if you were at home like you were supposed to you wouldn't get it it's not like people are just randomly coming into your house yeah right yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the whole argument. How people say like, "Oh, we need to close the border because it's some of these." Uh, we're, we're we live here in the we're a border town, and we get a lot of these people from Juarez that come and infect our city. Like, there's no truth behind that no. whatsoever. Um, it, it's like Peter said. Here, El Pasoans have not taken every precaution that that they should uh i i go out and run and i see it at, at the parks for example i go to run at album park and when i go run at album park it's packed it's packed with people um you have three four baseball fields that are packed with uh kids without mask they're practicing baseball you have the adults watching their kids practice and the adults are on the side socializing with one another without a mask. Yeah. There's a skate park there, and there's kids skating without a mask. And there's also there's also people playing soccer or frisbee, whatever it is. And there's very few people that are wearing masks. Though the one place you see people wearing masks is on the walking path itself. It's like the older people that are walking, they're wearing masks. Or even people that are running, they're wearing masks. But other than that, you really don't see the mask on people when they're outside. And I, I thought I think it's funny because I, I go there quite a bit. I go there at least two to three times a week. And I think it's hilarious that the ones that are wearing the mask are the ones that are on the walking path. But other than that there's not many people that wear it. Yeah. It's kind of sad, man. It's just like, it doesn't make any sense. Like the people that are running, like you probably really don't need to, unless you're like walking by somebody or, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. but people See, that are always, all bunched up are always the ones always that don't wear, wear those. I always wear like those turtleneck ones. Uh, what are they called? Gators or shields? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're called. But like when I run by someone, I always put it over my nose and then that's it. And then I pass them and then I put it back down. Um, 
And I've barely started doing that as of late, like the last month and a half. But yeah, it's, it, it's wild. And I think that's where I think law enforcement or, you know, the city should have stepped in and said, like, hey, when you're out in public and people aren't wearing their mask, they, they got to they gotta issue out. And I'm not saying write fines left and right. But you have to go and issue out a warrant. Yeah, Yeah, have a warning. Be like, hey, guys, how's it going? Like, there's there should be police officers out there. You know, there there's a lot of good police officers here in the borderland. There's a lot of good ones. And they're very um, I don't know. What's the word like? uh, Like. Like they're friendly, they're they're friendly officers. They, they should be able to go up to the to the public and say, like, hey, guys, how's it going? Uh, can you do me a favor? Just put on your mask whenever you're around someone. Just kind yeah. of issue out information, yeah. you know? You don't have to write – you don't have to write fines. You don't have to give out tickets. But just be a presence like Peter's saying. Yeah, I agree. I think that would be the best way. And then uh, if people are reluctant, like if they went back – and they saw the same people and it's like, Hey, come on, dude. <laughs> but like, I, I don't know, man. It's just, I think people need to kind of take, take responsibility. And, and that's coming from someone who this has affected. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, but, but I was going to say, people, and it, well, this, and this is a bad thing. Like we were talking about this, me and my, my fiance and I were talking about this, that uh, we've been so careful and we really don't go out anywhere. I mean, really, we, we don't do anything. We stay home. We get our groceries through curbside, you know, all that stuff. And we see it, and we've seen it, and you guys said it as well. We see people um, just out every weekend, every every day. They're at the bar, this, that. And it's like, damn, how the hell did I get in? They didn't, you know? Or, yeah. Well, I, was like, gonna, I don't know if you saw but this. See, that's a thing. Oh, sorry, Anthony. No, I was, gonna say, I was just going to add to what Peter said. I don't know if you saw that, but that uh... – they they did some kind of poll on uh, here in El Paso about where they where people think they might have gotten COVID from, and uh, like thirty seven percent of people said it was just from going to the grocery store. Like there were people that said, "I don't go anywhere. I don't go out. I don't go to the bar. I don't go anywhere. The only place I go is to the grocery store." And but sometimes I think I think that's bullshit too. I think that's bullshit too. And let me tell you this, so. I saw another thing that said 22% of the people that uh, this was a week ago, 22% of the people that tested positive for COVID were asymptomatic. Okay. Right. So depending on where you want to go with this, but um, that means either one out of five people or one out of four, because it's right smack in the middle uh, on your math. Right. So one out of four, one out of five people are asymptomatic. So, El Paso, we said it time and time and time again. This is El Paso has generation homes. Tony Tony was one of the guys that brought this up. El Paso has, uh, you know, the family that lives with their their grandparents, their parents, the you know, four kids with their their uncle. You know, houses are packed galore, right? All it takes is one person to go out. It doesn't have to be grandma and grandpa going to parties or it 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just takes one person in that household to go out to a party and then it'll spread through that household like a wildfire. Like we, we saw it personally. We saw it happen to us. I mean, that's, that's the thing. One in one in four, one in five cases are people that are asymptomatic. So Peter brought up the point, like, man, you see like on Instagram or social media, Facebook, whatever, these people that go out and they're not getting sick. Who's to say that they're not getting sick, True. you know? So they could be getting, they could be getting sick and passing it to their loved ones. And it's their loved ones that are going to the hospital and being stuck on ventilators or ICU yeah. or just the room itself. But, you know, that, that's the worry. It's not, it's not that 25 year old that's going out to Twin Peaks on a Sunday to watch the Cowboys lose. It's that twenty-five-year-old. Hey, hey, hey. It's that twenty-five-year-old going to Twin Peaks, getting sick, then going home, not knowing has no sick. symptoms. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Has no symptoms whatsoever. Then he passes it to his loved ones, and that's that's the problem. That's mm-hmm. the issue right there. Um, but it, I think it, people are too crazy. self-centered, and they they think about themselves only. Um, they, they're like, I'll be okay. Like, if I get it, I'll be fine. But it's like, you don't realize all the people you come into contact on a daily basis. Like, I mean, you could open the door. You know, you could have COVID, open a door, and then your grandparents go open the door, and then they're, they're fucked. You know what I mean? And what did they do? They were in their house yeah. the whole time scared, and they still got it. You know, and that's, you know, Here, it's just. Here's the, cra- here's the crazy thing. Okay. I'm just going to come out and say it like I, I had I had COVID, right? And it was it, – it, it sucked because I took care of myself for seven months. Yeah, for you were seven months, I, yeah, I, I was not going out. I, I made a lot of sacrifices, a lot of sacrifices, uh, not going out, you know, giving up things that I really like to do. And I ended up getting it. And it was no fault of my own. But it was something, like Peter said, it's something that affected our family, and we have to move on. Uh, There was about two or three days where I was like, son of a bitch, man. This is bullshit. Like, I didn't do anything to deserve this, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was very upset because I felt like I wasted seven months of my life, you know? Yeah. And and now I, I, I see it, and I'm like, you know what? I, I should be I should be happy. I, I mean not happy. I should be blessed that, you know, I got a minor strain because it, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people out there that aren't willing to make that sacrifice because they they want they wanna continue to live their lives. They they say, No, it's not gonna affect me. It's not gonna affect uh anyone in my house. Oh, my dad, he goes out, he runs every single day. He's a healthy, he's as healthy as a horse. So it's crazy, man. It's just crazy that people would even attempt to roll the dice on loved ones. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Like, like, I just don't understand how people can't just accept what we're, what situation we're in and just like cancel this year. Like, when this shit started to go down in like in February, March or whatever, like right then and there, me and Amber both decided like this year's gone. We're any plans that we had going on this year, it, they're gone. Like we're not going to even 
think about them because this it's not going to happen you know like cowboys games vacations whatever going to see yeah. family like that's it you know we decided right then and there and we basically just called this year off like we're not doing shit until this year's over hopefully and, next and year see, will be better but there's just some people see, that are like the, don't want to live like that they're like fuck it I, this is my life i'm gonna live it how i want to and i'm just like i don't understand how hard it is just to not do anything <laughs> like that's literally what yeah. they're telling you to do is do nothing and it's like people don't want to but, no, but I think just, I think there's people that don't have anymore. Like, well, that's another story. I think there's people that that are just. I I know for me it's hard. Like, um, it is. It's hard to be stay put. Uh, I think the thing that helps is I'm here with my fiance, and then prior to to the to her getting sick, my kids were here, you know, a lot. <laughs> so. Um, I, I think the family aspect, especially if you're involved in your family, helps. You know, you you have your son, you have your wife, you, you get to go go home to them. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. I think some people don't have that sometimes. I mean, I'm not trying to excuse recklessness, right. but I know it's hard for a lot of people, especially if you're like a social person, if you're someone that does go out, or or you're just a bar person. And I'm not saying they're bad people whatsoever, because I used to be that person. <laughs> but it's just like that's that's I, I could see the difficulty for some people because honestly it's like they they would lose their mind. See, no, I don't I, have I a think problem with hard. that. Go ahead. I, yeah, I but, don't. But, I don't have a. I don't have a problem with people that you know that live by themselves and they're relatively young and healthy, and they decide to go out. Hey, that's the risk that they're taking. The ones that I have a problem are the ones that live in those generational homes like that we that we've talked about. Those are the people because the majority of El Pasoans are not living by themselves. Yeah. They live with yeah. others. Right. Yeah. Well, Peter, I was going to say it's it, it, it is hard. It is hard to stay home. But in your case, like you went you went overseas and risked your life for our freedom. Right. You You joined the military and you you put your life on the line for others and it's like this thing basically all they're asking you to do is just do nothing like i I just don't understand it you know it is hard don't don't get me wrong it is hard but in the grand scheme of stuff it's like no one's asking you to go fucking pick up a rifle and go into a country and you know what i mean sacrifice your life (laughs) like just sit at home like it is hard yeah but in that in that same sense is they don't see the immediate danger so they think it's not dangerous and we all, I mean, that's, that's human nature. Everybody thinks that, ah, oh, we're okay. I'll be okay. Yeah. I'll be okay. Or, that won't happen to me. Be okay until it affects them. It, until it affects them. Uh, Personally. Like specifically. Yeah. There it's, nobody really cares. We're, we're more of a reactive society than a preventative society. Yeah. I mean, True. not everyone, but for the most part, majority of people, it's, I mean, look at, it's getting worse in some places, and and I've heard this. And we, Abel and I call high school football. This year we haven't been able to do it, but Not some of one the people game. in one it, game. some of the people it, that are there, that that are doing it, and I, it's not many, but there's some that are like, oh my god, they're gonna cancel the season, and they're like worried about it. And it's like, why wouldn't they cancel the season? And how? I mean, like, yes, yeah. it affects our job, you know, like our what we like doing and we like you know we enjoy our job but it's also like i mean 
people are looking at sports like, okay, well, we need sports. And yeah, it's fun to have sports and all, but um, it's not that big of a deal. If we could take, it's been proven that people are getting sick on the field, yeah. you know, for our practices. So I don't, I don't know, man. See, there's a lot of stubbornness within yep. people. I was telling uh, Abel earlier that, uh, you know, I I'm, uh, get to drive around El Paso all day, you know, for the most part. And I was telling Abel, like, for the last couple of weeks, dude, every t- COVID testing facility is, like, oh, yeah. to its limits, bro. Like, line after mm-hmm. line after line. And, like, UTEP. UTEP looks like there's a fucking game going on. I, I was driving by it, and I was like, what the fuck is going on over there? And then I realized yeah, it was COVID I, testing. I'm like, holy I, shit. I, I saw a friend put a post. Uh, she had said that she's like, Oh my God, I feel like I'm in a movie. Like, cause you know, every, you, you roll up to the tent, there's like four lanes or something. And, and you know, there's all these people with masks and everything. Yeah. Biohazard suits and shit. What are what are your guys' thoughts on testing? Do you think it's a good thing or do you think it's just like, eh, whatever. It's just finding out that you're sick or not. I think it's a good thing. my, my, my thing, my thoughts are, it could be a good thing if people get tested and they do it the right way by their weight, their uh, pending results. They're staying home and they're in quarantine until they get those results. Depending on what the results may or may not be, then they it, it, they can either go out and you know go to work and and you know still be safe, but. I think the way testing is working right now, from what I've seen, is giving you a pass. It's exactly Mm. what I've seen is people. Oh, I'm negative. Okay, I could go out and do whatever I want. I'm going to go to you know the bars. I'm going to go to the restaurants and enjoy my life. And then next week or two weeks from now, I'll get tested again to see if I contracted the virus or not. And I I think that defeats the purpose of testing. Isn't, yeah. isn't that how SPD tests are to people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I, you're right. It is a pass, but it, it is also a gauge, right? You got to know what kind of community or what your, where your community is at, right? Because if the alarm yeah. isn't raised until it's too late, then it's too late. But, yeah. I mean, if you're being careful the entire time, I don't see why you would need to. You know what I mean? Unless you have yeah. – doubt that you might well, be whatever so i i have i have other thoughts on it as well is that there's been talks of a lot of uh false false uh negatives and false positives yeah. depending on it seems like depending on where what you brand? lie politically where you lie politically you're either you're endorsing the false positives and if you land or uh, if you're on this side you're all oh, the false negatives and see, I got tested twice. I got tested on a Wednesday and then I got tested again later that Sunday. Both times I was negative. Really? Yet the very next day after that Sunday on a Monday, not even a full 24 hours, Sunday at around 11 o'clock, Sunday morning, 11 o'clock, I got tested. I was negative. Rapid testing, they went through the nose, I was negative. Monday at one in the morning, one in the morning, Monday night, or Monday morning, I woke up with the chills. 
So not even 24 hours after the I had all the symptoms of COVID-19. So testing, I don't know if I got tested too early and that's why I tested negative, but testing's not an exact science either. It's not 100%. And so that's another issue. People are, you know, going and getting tested and then they're like, oh, I'm negative. And then they feel like they could go out and, you know, do whatever they please. And it turns out that they were positive. Well, like you said, uh, my dad, he, he tested negative and then he ended up being positive a couple of days later. My fiance, she tested negative and what, three days later, she was positive. So I think that is, and not, we weren't being reckless, but there's a chance that she had it and it didn't show up on the test. Yeah, so it yeah. quite, like it questions the reliability of the test or the time framing of the test. Or there's just so many questions that are still in the air. Like nobody really knows. And it's, it's frustrating. And so I was thinking rather than like, let's say we record a show next week and one of us comes out positive or, uh, and we feel like, oh, we've been exposed. What do you think we should do? Should we all get tested or should we wait it out, just quarantine ourselves like contact our work and say, there's a possibility of us getting exposed. I'm not going to get tested just yet. I'm going to wait it. I'm going to wait a few days before I get tested. Like, See, but, but that's the tricky thing is because some jobs require you exactly. to go get tested as soon as you get symptoms. Yeah. So if you, or even if you have reason to believe, then uh, that's a specific question they ask. Have you had contact with anyone with COVID? Yeah within 19 or, or within uh, 12 days or whatever. And uh, so that's, that's something that it depends on your job. And then if you've had it before, they only allot you X amount of time. Mm -hmm. So see, that, that's where the problems are lying is like yeah. some people don't want to report it because if they do, it dips into their, their leave, you know, yeah. and some people don't have leave and some people don't have jobs where they have leave. So yeah. it's just, it really depends on what your status is, what your job is, where you're at. Yeah. Uh, there, there's so many factors that it's not a clear question across the board for everyone. Yeah. I mean, that happened with, with my dad. He, he had to go and, uh, go and get tested. He, he called up work and said, Hey, my wife came up positive with this, with this virus. What do I need to do? Oh, you need to go and get tested. He goes and gets tested. He comes out negative. If he would have gone to work later that week, because he was he, the only reason he didn't go to work is because he was pending his test. But he came out negative. But if he would have gone to work, he would have infected at least four other people that he works with because they're in a truck together, you know? So that could have been disastrous right there. Yet, you know, like Peter said, people are forced to go to work because they don't have that leave or they get paid by the hour. And it, it's, if you don't work, you don't get paid. And yeah. it's, it's a tough, tough, tough situation. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, it is. It, but see the the down the other side to that though. And this, I'm not gonna try to throw out any names or like company names or whatever. But I I have heard of workers going to work showing some kinds of symptoms, either a cough or or sniffles or or not feeling very well. And like what you said, they don't have time. They don't have. Or I'll give you an instance. I heard the story of a guy that had it. Or went to, went on vacation. He spent his his week vacation, went out of town, had fun, came back to work. Within two days of him coming back to work, he started to not feel well. Now, he went and told his supervisors that uh, he wasn't feeling good and that he was going to go get tested. And that was the last anybody heard of him. In other words, the company never came back and told the workers, "Hey, this guy was here. He did test positive. You guys need to be careful." They wow. were they were basically like, don't say anything, just leave, go get tested, and if keep those results to yourself. And as a matter of fact, wow. people have tried to reach out to him and and just to, for their for their own, you know, for their own knowledge, for their own, you know, to feel better. Like shit, should I quarantine myself? And they've asked him, and he's yet to reply back as well. You know, so like I said, this could be rumor. I don't know. This is just stories I hear, but it's just kind of like, man, that's kind of shitty because. Like you just said, if if your dad had gone to work, he would have infected all those people. But yeah. do you think the company should re, um? Do you think the workers have the right to know if somebody at that place tested positive? See, that's very tricky because you you have um, like you can't disclose information medical information uh, me- medical information about others, so it's a very tricky situation. I, I don't know exactly how it works, especially like this in a time of a pandemic where you need to know who is sick. So, you know, if you potentially feel like you were exposed, you can, you know, take the proper measures to go ahead and, you know, make an appointment with your doctor or go home and quarantine. That's why they're doing the contact tracing. So even if you work, wherever you work, if you test positive, you name the people that you are, I mean, you're basically still putting your faith in the person that got tested positive, yeah. that they'll do the right thing and name you like saying, Hey, I was with this guy for 12 hours, whatever. Cause even, cause I've done this twice where I have the contact tracing mm-hmm. um, like a pro now, <laughs> but see, but even the contact tracing hasn't worked at all because some people, people don't even answer. <laughs> yeah. People aren't answering the phone calls. I mean, I, no, I no, was... but 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 for the people that are, it's reaching out to. I mean, if it's through an employer, and I'm I'm only speak, speaking specifically yeah, through yeah. an employer. Like if it mm-hmm. was the city or a school district or a certain company, usually they contact that company and say, "Hey, your employee had this. Uh, are these people that they named are employees also?" Because it asks you where you had the contact with them, and then they reach out to them through the but employer, how... like through the through the the, the each each company now has some kind of liaison covid liaison yeah. now because but it, how how fast is it though see that's well, the thing well i don't i can't speak for every company i'm only speaking to uh through the company i work for and the way it's because, been going with that because let, the other companies if, like anthony said they probably don't give a shit yeah even if it's even if it takes one day one day is a very long time in one mm-hmm. day you can have you know, you could come in contact with a lot of top, people, and on top of a thousand cases a day. Yeah, it's like, exactly. yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that there's there's always a risk, but there is 
some kind of protocol. So I do applaud that effort. Obviously, it's not a perfect effort because it is almost patchwork. Yeah, it's reactive, and so um, I, I think ultimately people just gotta be cautious and and you know stay in. If you do go out and you must be out, wear a mask, wipe your ass, clean, <laughs> you know, like clean your hands. And I I know it, it's almost comical and and you know common sense, but. Uh, it's proven for us that it could happen like that. So, yeah. I mean, all right. I so I, I feel like we could talk about this all night. Get out of here. Um, Let's talk sports. Let's yeah. talk okay. Sports. Okay. Here. In <laughs> one month, is El Paso improving, or are they going to be in a bigger hole in <sighs> one month from now? I, I think we improve to to an extent, but not not all the way because. We got holidays coming up, and unless we get a big ass blizzard like it's supposed to be tomorrow, <laughs> I don't I don't know uh, if people are still gonna stay in. Uh, like I said, we're social beings, man, and, and especially El Paso, a very family oriented city. We're gonna everybody wants to go to grandma's for tamales or go to mom's house for fucking what, yeah. whatever the fuck your mom makes. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think uh, it's gonna be tough, and people are still gonna be going out. I I just I hope they they take caution. Wear your mask if you're in there, you know. Yeah. I mean that's that's all you can really do. Just be courteous. Yeah. That's I mean what it comes down to, right? Is just just be courteous, <laughs> man. Like if if you think you have it, let them peop let those people know. You know what I mean? To give them kind of peace of mind and just be don't be an asshole, man. Wear your mask. Yeah. All right. So next week, next Tuesday. We are going to be deciding, us as Americans, we're going to be deciding who is the next president of the United States. Is it going to be, is it going to be Donald Trump for his second term, or is it going to be Anthony's favorite candidate, Joe Biden? <laughs> Head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. <laughs> uh, what, let, let's start off with you, Anthony, since you like both candidates so much. <laughs> what do you, what do you think is going to happen? with this presidential election uh do you think it's going to be a good turnout of people voting oh definitely i i think this is going to break some records as far as voting i i i've i've gotten a lot of feedback from people that i didn't i didn't really think were political or even interested in it and and they voted and that's that's cool to see man um you know it, we all have a voice and it's like to not use your voice is kind of stupid and a lot of times too, it's like people, the people that don't vote are the ones that complain the most about the president. And it's like, well, you didn't fucking vote, you know, like, but, um, I, I do, I do think that, uh, I think Trump is going to get out of office. I think Biden's going to win. I, 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 I see this landslide now of, of just support for him. Um, yeah. I, I, so you, you think Biden's going to win I, I this? Do, I do think he's going to win. Um, oh, Damn. Cause it, it not too long ago, a few months ago, we were we were talking about how Trump was gonna win a second term. I thought easy. So. We we all thought it. We yeah. all were saying like, no, nah, dude, there's no way Biden's gonna win. Biden's gonna win. I mean, uh, Trump's gonna win a second term. Uh, we're we're not the biggest fans. A few of us on the show, we're not the biggest fans of Trump. Right. And we're we were even saying like, oh, I I think Trump's gonna win once yeah. more. And now, from what I hear Anthony is saying, looks like Joe Biden is going to be walking away as the new president of the United States. Peter, what are your thoughts 
on what's going to happen next week. Uh, and where, where do, what do you think? Where do you think we're at right now in terms of the election? Um, I think, I think we're at a point, and I think there's very few people that are in that swing vote. Pretty much everybody knows who they're going to vote for. Um, I saw the last debate. Uh, it was a lot better than the first debate, but even that last debate, I don't think it swayed anyone. It was the same touching points, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the first one, nothing was answered, period. I think the first one just, it, it was very negative for Donald Trump. If there was any swing people, that very first debate uh, swayed them to go away from him. Because I, I ain't no political analyst and all, but if I was on the fence and I saw how big of a whiny bitch he was, God, dude. I mean, you could say that for both candidates, depending on which way you say. look, you lean, you lean. But it was evident that Donald Trump was fighting Joe Biden, and he was whining to the moderator, who was that guy from Fox News. I don't even know his name. Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. Yeah, that, that on that first debate, the second debate. What was funny, you know how they always say who won the debate? That that one chick, I don't, and I don't know her name, but she she controlled the debate, and everybody was praising her opposed to the two candidates. So, I thought it was I thought it was interesting. Um, I I mean I wouldn't count Donald Trump out because I I do believe there's a lot of people that are in the closet Donald Trump fans. So. Uh, they they say, oh, he's such an idiot. Oh, like we could go off polls and this and that, whatever. But we, I mean, in the past, polls have proven that, that it doesn't matter. Um, it, it really matters who's going to go out and vote. I do believe there's a fear factor in the sense of COVID. A lot of people aren't going to want to wait in these lines. As it is, people don't like to wait in lines. And I feel like the polls are going to be long as fuck. I believe that there's going to be people that are truly scared to vote because they're because of COVID. But I also think there's going to be those people that like, oh, I waited three hours to get a COVID test. Now I'm going to wait three hours to go to vote. Do I really All right. care? All so, right. I got a I got a scenario for you. What about for those people that came out positive and then they're going to have to quarantine? But then next week. They're gonna have. They need to go and vote because they didn't do early voting. You, you want to hear my? Wait, hold on. Then they're in quarantine. Are people gonna say, "Fuck it, I need to go out and vote. I know I'm sick, but I'm gonna go fucking wear two masks. I need yeah. to go and vote because I need to see my candidate win or that other guy lose." It, you know what? There's gonna be a lot of that, yeah. and the only thing, and I don't think that's wrong, honestly. I think as long as you're not hawking along on the person next to you. Uh, Double, triple mask it. Um, wash. Nice. Take a fucking bottle of sanitizer. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you. One I thing. got I went, this. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I went. I went to early voting, or I did early voting last week. Um, and I applaud the poll people because from the moment you walked in through the doors, they were. They, they give you a little packet, individually wrapped packet. And it has two like wipey things, like uh, the hand sanitizer wipes. Then it has a, a, a Q-tip. And then they give you a finger condom. 
Damn. And so, and and then like as soon as you go there, they you know they recommend you wash or you do hand sanitizer at least. Then they give you that little pack. Then they tell you to wipe this down. And then I mean it, it's above and beyond. And after everyone that votes on a booth, somebody goes in and squirts it down. And so as soon as somebody leaves, they squirt it down, and they still have all that precaution. And of course, they're wearing their mask. You're wearing your mask. But that's why I say if you're sick and you're and you know you're able to triple mask it i mean that's probably against the guidelines but i really do believe that voting is is a big <laughs> a big thing and and like i said i would have recommended early voting for everyone because the lines were a lot shorter well here, here's here's my thing like peter is saying uh i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing if someone i mean granted i don't i don't like the idea but I think it is something that you need to go out and do as yeah, well. And if 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 you haven't, it, because you're in quarantine, and you know next Tuesday is the last day you can go out and vote, and you just happen to be in your quarantine, you're gonna have to do it. Because here's the thing: we were applauding all those people that were out there protesting and stuff for the Black Lives Matter movement. We're applauding them. Hey, good job, guys, for your hard work. There were a lot of people that were sick, and they were out there exposing each other, right? No. So no, now, wait. so now you're gonna say, "Oh no, you need to stay indoors and not vote." No, no, no. I think, I mean, as sucky as it is, you're gonna have to go out there and you're gonna have to vote. See, but here's the thing: how about those people that aren't sick, and they're like, they know the same way we thought about it. They know that there's people that are sick that are gonna go vote. So then they're gonna be like, "Well." Is it that important for me to go vote, like for me to get sick? And that's Dude, that, that, that's why they increased another week of early voting this year because of the pandemic. Now, if that's you didn't, it, now if you didn't go out and vote, I mean, shit, man. Yeah, it's just no the luck excuse. of the draw, you yeah. know. I mean, granted, there's a lot of. People I mean, you still got you still got this week, so if we get this show out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit, man. I don't know. I, We're gonna get I this think, show up tomorrow. tomorrow. I think it's a tough yeah. situation. Imagine like the ones that are in the hospital, like that Shit, are in the true. hospital for like more than a month, like forty-five days. You know, there's a lot of cases where people are in the hospital for a very long time, and yeah. imagine them that haven't voted. It's like fuck, you know? Yeah. Hey, but that finger condom thing was pretty crazy. Like putting <laughs> it on, I was like. I was like, oh. Peter's like, can I reuse this? Can I get a magnum size? <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, but... Um, I need one for my So, phone. But you've done early voting, right, Peter? Yeah, I went early voting. Um, I, I, they, I I did early voting as well. Yeah. Anthony, have yes. you gone to vote yet? Yes. Nice. Yeah, All right. The only one is Pat. Shit, Pat hasn't done any kind of voting. You, you know, he should be the one that should vote because he's got a new child, you know. It, it, yeah, yeah, future, that's man. That's true. That's true. And I'm going to guilt him into it. Like, instead, go, vote he's... Your... Yeah. go vote for your child. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I do think it's going to be a bigger turnout, though. I, I, I like the push, not only like on social media, but like uh, NFL did, did a lot of uh, commercials and stuff yeah. to get people to vote, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah, man. I, I think a lot of companies have stepped up to try to get either give their workers time to go and vote. Like, hey, you know what? There's no excuse. We're going to pay you an hour or whatever for you to go vote. That's what my company does. And it, they'll they basically let you, you know. I mean, in reason, with reason, you're not going to waste eight hours voting, you know what I mean? But Anthony already said he voted, but he's going to still take that hour. Yeah, yeah but They're it's like, like... Anthony, Anthony, you're going to Hobbs. He's like, the hell I am. I'm going to go and vote. I'm, voting I'm not right registered now. in Hobbs. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, uh, um, fuck, man. But yeah, I think that was pretty uh, cool, man. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you guys. Uh, besides the presidential election, are there any other races that you have your eye on? Um, one of the races that I have my eye on is the mayor's race here in El Paso, uh, and the reason for that is because I didn't vote for the for the two candidates, the the two recognizable candidates, the most recognizable. Could candidates. you vote for Carlos something? No. I voted for the girl. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I did. I just I feel. Voted. I just I feel voted. that. I... You want to know who I voted for? I don't who? care. I yeah. voted for Mar. I voted for Margo again. Oh wow! Because I because mainly mainly because I thought the two recognizable, and the other guy I'm not a big fan of. Oscar. So yeah, I figure if my vote was gonna go somewhere, it was gonna be someone that was gonna contest him. You know. He's such a good boy, though. I, I just I didn't vote for Margot because uh I mean out oh, no, of Oscar, Oscar, Oscar I'm sorry. Oscar <laughs> out of Oscar, Oscar and <laughs> You voted for Anthony? No, I'm just saying I was I got them mixed up. I'm, I'm Who who'd you vote for? Margot too. Oscar he has I feel like he has done a lot for the city. Um even though some a lot of it's been questionable. I, I feel like I think, okay, so out of the two big events that have happened here in El Paso, um, the shooting in, of last year, I thought he handled it handled it pretty well. Uh, El Paso was in the spotlight, and he he made me feel a sense of pride of being an El Pasoan. Yeah, like he a unity. Up, yeah, he stood up very, very, uh, you know, he made El Paso look like I don't know, he pre, um, represented El Paso very well, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, yeah. as as far as the COVID stuff, uh, all the stuff going on with COVID, I think he's handled it poorly, and that was one of the reasons why I didn't vote for him. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'd so agree. I'd agree, but I I also felt like there was a lot of. Um, a lot of red tape in the sense like a lot of it was sent to the county opposed to the city. Mm. Well, I just, I just feel that, you know, it could have been more vocal. Yeah. I I feel that, you know, Ricardo Samuinego has done more in this time of COVID than Margo has. Yeah. 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 But I think because Margo doesn't want to touch it, Whereas Samanego, he's like, well, fuck, I'll well, do it. I don't think he could touch and it. It's superseded by the by the county and the, the state. So well, yeah, yeah. State. Well, see, but see, that's what I'm saying. Margo, him being a Republican, uh, he's going to tend to side side with the governor. Or and I stay think, silent. And, and, <laughs> or stay silent, yes. Yeah. And I think that's an issue because our, our, our representative – uh, Veronica Escobar 
hasn't even met with the the governor because the governor won't take any kind of advice from her because she is a Democrat. Yeah. And I think that's a huge issue. I think that's where Margot needs to step up and say, hey, you know what? Our city's in a very tough situation. You need to include Representative Escobar in the talks of El Paso, you know? And Ricardo Samuniego has done more in that sense, asking, pleading uh, with the governor to allow Veronica Escobar to sit in on some of these meetings. You know which race I've been looking for forward to is uh the Haggard and <laughs> and uh Corn Corin what's her name Cornin Cornin I, I, I didn't get either of their last names but I like the other girl. <laughs> I said Haggard like from <laughs> Harry Potter and <laughs> fucking Peter Peter's like voting for like people that aren't even on the ballot. <laughs> no, I want her. I want yeah. her. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? MJ Hagar or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh, you know, you know what's I like funny? her commercial though. How she's like, uh, how does she say? She says, I got shot at in, in uh, Afghanistan or she got shot or something. Yeah. Um, I, I did this, I did that. I, uh, and I'm raising two kids during a pandemic and John Corn thinks he could push her out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was yeah. like, <laughs> I thought it was funny. I was yeah, like, yeah, I did too. Right. <laughs> and it shows the kids like hitting them, hitting each other. <laughs> all I know is that I'm <laughs> fucking. Each other. I'm like all that. I... That shit is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Being at home, like... <laughs> you know, you know what's crazy? <laughs> Living in El Paso, and I feel th- this sucks because I've seen more Socio Torres commercials oh and event and event Harold yeah. than any other candidate more yeah. than Trump yeah. more than Biden yeah, those two candidates have like shit what kind of budget do those campaigns have because those are the only commercials hey, I see well what's the funniest one you've seen I saw one what? where it's like she's not one of us she's like California or something and it shows <laughs> like, like all these flowers yeah oh. all these flowers like dude. she's a hippie like she's an environmentalist like dude, she's somebody, not one of us somebody needs to do she's a parody somebody needs to do a parody of those like make a commercial but a, like a joking you know what I mean like dude, like some of them are comical like, like I feel like they have like someone Joe... from, from Saturday Night Live yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Joe Brown. Why would you vote for him? He wipes from the front to the back instead of the Joe back Brown. to the front. Like what the fuck? You know, just like something fucking just stupid. Like Joe Brown. <laughs> just like Joe Brown. He sits down to pee. Do you really want him in Washington? Yeah, exactly. Just, just some funny shit. Isn't, like isn't Joe he's Brown in a wheelchair? Judge? <laughs> yeah, no Judge wheelchair. Joe Brown. That's where I got Judge Joe Brown. <laughs> oh, they're so, like they're so they're dumb, dude. Some I know. Dude, you know what? You know what's funny is like people thought uh, Judge Judy was part of the Supreme Court. <laughs> Oh my god! And now they and now they think Joe Brown is a part of the Supreme Court. If if you were ever if you were ever a president, what would be one of the like? If you could have one crazy appointee to any anything, who would it be and what office? Oh shit! Fuck! Like Um, like you said, Judge Judy to the Supreme Court. (laughs) Fuck, dude, that's hard. Um. 
mean, like you hire like Mike Tyson know. as the the Secretary of Defense or something. Like it's Iron Mike Tyson. Like what the fuck? Um, I don't know, man. That's a hard question. Just picture yeah, me running I'm, would be I'm is, is just. <laughs> I'm, that does dude, it for I'm me. Like to, me running. I'm like, all, like, I'm all trying like, to think like serious, and then Anthony's like, "Oh, probably Iron Mike, yeah, Iron Mike Tyson, yeah, Secretary of Defense." Into what office? Secretary of Defense. Yeah, man. Who the fuck is gonna fuck with Mike, man? Come on. It's like it's like hiring Mayweather, Secretary of Defense. He had the best defense in boxing. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I hire the whole ra- uh, Ravens defense <laughs> like yeah, a whole football team? Oh, it's like um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get fucking I'm gonna get Dick Poe in charge of urban development. <laughs> Hi, Dick. Oh, get old, old McDonald to the agricultural department. <laughs> <laughs> Look for a farmer named McDonald. <laughs> He's head of the FDA. <laughs> I don't know. Like you get curious. Borat, Borat to be your fucking foreign, foreign intelligence. Yeah, even relations. Uh, Very uh, nice. Yeah, exactly, dude. I'm telling you, man. Fucking dude, Terminator, did bro. The, did you watch the new Borat? <laughs> no, I no, haven't. Not yet. It's on Prime, right? Yeah. Yeah. When no, when Chris it. was like, dude, good? you need to watch the new. Uh, it's got two funny moments, and then the rest really? is kind of like whatever. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, Chris Chris thought it was the funniest movie ever, but yeah, I only laughed like a couple of times. <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to talk about Chris since uh, since it's World Series time. Oh yeah, and the Dodgers seem to always be in the World Series, and Chris gets let down. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you think they're gonna pull it out tomorrow, or you think it's gonna go uh, Game Seven? You know, I I was joking with Chris. I was saying like, you know what, the Dodgers could have won the World Series Sunday night if they didn't blow it on Saturday. Um, there's a part of me that really, really wants the Dodgers to win tomorrow because I feel if it goes to game seven, they're going to blow it and they're not going to win the World Series. And I really want the Dodgers to win because because of Chris. Um, he's a lifelong Do- Dodger fan. They haven't won the World Series in 32 years. So I think it's time for Chris to have a little joy in his life and the Dodgers finally win the World Series. Uh, you know, Anthony talked about how when he or was it Anthony or Pat, they talked about how um, when the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, their grandfather was oh, like yeah. crying. They're like, oh, my God. He was like, I'm so happy the fucking Cowboys won. And I think Chris is going to like Chris is going to cry. Like, yeah. if the Dodgers win the World Series, you know, Chris is going to cry like and which is kind of a shame because I'm not going to be with them because technically I'm still in my quarantine. quarantine. So, but I, but I do want Chris to enjoy that moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, that, I know be every the year we... like to, to win it and then be alone, you know, nobody, nobody to share your joy with like, that's gotta suck. Yeah. But Chris is, 
he's always been he's always alone <laughs> well he's always been alone like chris knows all these obscure facts about baseball and like he'll tell you you know this guy uh threw a no hitter will take you a shit like he'll just give you random ass like he's always been like that um but it's i don't know man i i kind of want them to win i i really do think they have the best team in baseball but then there's the side like seeing the rays and the rays have uh some chihuahua players mm-hmm. which were like iconic chihuahua players that we saw when when they were in triple a and and seeing them in the world series and actually producing is also cool too like i like seeing margot and and hunter renfro and you know it, it, it's badass right abel because we saw those guys we saw them dominate i don't know if Abel could hear me yeah no oh. no <laughs> and charge own was about to die so i there you go. had to take the switch can you guys you're like cutting in and out a little bit but yeah you break in and out oh really you guys can't yeah. hear i can hear you now yeah. oh okay yeah um yeah no it's really cool that there's a bunch of people playing for the tampa bay Rays. uh you have manny Mar- margot and you have hunter renfro uh two of the better chihuahuas in the f- past few years um so this World Series has been really special. I've enjoyed it because, you know, you can't really, you can't really, I mean, if the Dodgers win, obviously I'm going to be happy for Chris. But if the Rays win, you, like Peter said, you have that El Paso connection with these players. So it's a really cool thing because, you know, Anthony has expressed his dislike for the name Chihuahuas. But what he's missing is that there's a lot of talent that does come through the through the uh, organization, uh, you know, it's the raining. AAA in El Paso. Oh, it's raining. Yeah, I can hear it's raining outside. Hey, Anthony, Anthony. What? If, if the Tampa Bay Rays, <laughs> does that name offend you? No. Because it's a devil ray? Well, it's just a cooler name. I <laughs> Okay, what if what if the mascot wasn't a devil ray, but it was like Ray Charles? That'd be cool. <laughs> fucking blind, just fucking sitting there. Um. <laughs> it's like a guy on a piano with glasses on. Yeah. You wouldn't have a problem with that. No, I mean, it'd be stupid. I think it'd be stupider than the Chihuahuas, but it... I, I don't know. My my I just don't like the name. That's That's the only thing. Like, I'm cool with the players. Like, hey, man, you know what? all power to you man like go for it like i it just the name is the only thing that gets me you know what i mean like i, I, don't, know. I don't know if you could change the name to anything what would it be i don't know desert gators or something having to do with the Pasito, uh, plaza right i mean people yeah. yeah gate I, I like yeah i don't know desert gator or something like that that'd be kind of cool do you like do you like the locomotive name I, i'm fine with that that's fine yeah, that's pretty cool. I it's, thought that was yeah. a, tra- uh, dude, it's a Thomas lost. the Train, but whatever. They they lost in the in the Western Conference Championship or whatever. Did they? Yeah. Did man. you know that, Anthony? They I were in the championship. That. If they would have won, they would have gone to the to the USL Championship. Really? Lost in penalty kicks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's uh, it's the second year in a row that the locomotives go down in the Western Conference Championship. Uh, it's crazy to think that El Paso has produced uh, champions, you know, yeah, like cool. teams that have done 
relatively very, very, very well in in the sports that they have. You know, it's crazy. The only ones that aren't producing are the UTEP athletics. Hey, this year was their year football. They were doing pretty good. What are, what are the record this year? They're what are they four and two? No, they're like three and three. No, they didn't play there last week because uh, Southern Miss had COVID. No, they played. They played this Saturday, Peter. Oh, but they didn't play against uh, Southern Miss, right? Yeah, I know, but they lost against. Yeah, three and three. Three yes. and three now. Hey, that's a good record, dude. We can't ask for much more. Home. We. They're two and we, we also said, remember, Abel, how we said that UTEP's not a fucking over 500 team? Yeah, I mean, if they were, if they could go, you know, five, if they go 500, they're they're doing way better than than they're supposed to. Yeah, <laughs> if they win five to six games every year. That that's amazing. One thing I like is that Dion ha- uh, Hankins is playing pretty badass, and. And knowing that he's an El Paso product, and and we've called him in high school, you know, we called some of his games. That's always fun, yeah, you yeah. know, like seeing them produce in, in the next level. Yeah, and and you always, I mean, he's only a, a freshman now, or he's a redshirt freshman. Yeah. So if he could like just open some eyes, we know at running back NFL, the lifespan of a running back is. Is very short lived, yeah. and nowadays there's there's two or three running backs that are on a team that actually actually play. So, yeah. uh, Aaron Jones, you know, it, it's badass seeing Aaron Jones play every Sunday. You know, so it, there's always that potential or that thought. I mean, for me personally, if Deion Hankins, and this is obviously premature, I mean, he's still got a lot lot on his college career, but if he could produce and open some eyes and maybe get a chance in the NFL, for me, I'd be like. Yeah, I I remember it. he was high school. We used to call those games. Like <laughs> you know, it'd be cool, right, Abel? Yeah. No, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like Peter says, uh, one of the highlights is Abel. calling the game. Move, What's up? Move, you, there you go, right there. And like staring at what? your mouth on my screen. <laughs> oh wait, well, I mean, go oh, like shit. that. Do it like forgetting yeah. Sarah Marshall. Go closer. <laughs> <laughs> Am I good right there? A little bit higher. It's because mine's sideways. There you go. Well, <laughs> even from oh, just your mouth to mine. just your eyes. You're, oh, you're good right mine. there. You're right there. That's good. Perfect. Sorry. All right. I didn't mean to stop you no, there. It, it's really cool to call high school high school games because, you know, you see some of these players and they put up, like, video game numbers, and you really don't know how good they are until they get to college. And it's not like here in El Paso, everyone's going to Division One school. So when you do have an athlete that does go to a Division One school, it's very exciting. And it seems like everyone in El Paso, uh, you know, supports that player. Like one guy that was super popular uh, during his collegiate career was uh, Steven Montes. Uh, everyone was, you know, behind him when he was at Colorado. Everyone was rooting for the kid. And then he got opportunity to try out one of the – who was it? Was it Washington? It was one of the NFL he got a tryout. And it would have been it would have been cool if he would make an NFL roster. Unfortunately, he didn't. But 
it, it's one of those that you're like, man, that's an El Paso in and just think what it could do. Like, you, for- you think we could start a movement um, like, like uh, on Twitter and on Facebook and all, like just start tagging the Cowboys and saying, hey, get Montes. Like, like, cause they obviously need a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, fuck anybody would be he, good right now. He can't do any worse than Benucci or Benucci or what, what's the guy's name? Ben Denucci. Denucci. Yeah. Budobucci. So, so what? You think the Cowboys are gonna go and and pick up a quarterback, or are they gonna do what I said they should do and pick up two linemen and just stick with Denucci? Oh, you're, you're talking about like right now. Or yeah. like in, or like, like, the, the like tomorrow, like yeah, like back off it. No, no, like because Dalton's gonna be out. He had, he had, he's gonna be out a week at least, two weeks. Yeah, at least. But even when he comes back, you need a fucking line. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter who's quarterback if the quarterback can't get the ball off, you know. So what do you think? Like, do you, do you go after linemen? I mean, you said they're picking up guys on the practice squad, and it's like they're on a practice squad for a reason. Why not look somewhere? It's just for... so hard. It's it's hard because they've spent so much money on the line that there's not enough money to get a a a player that's equal to what they're paying. You know what I mean? Any yeah. player that they're gonna find right now, they're gonna have to pay. That's gonna be cheap. It's they're gonna be a, a a down step from what what they have now, which is what I think they have right now. Uh, hey, Will Hernandez, all, Will Hernandez always wanted to be a, a, cowboy, a yeah. cowboy. Yeah, You think he'd do it for a big pay cut? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows, man? Line, linemen live, you know, they're in the I don't know. pretty long. I don't know. I, That'd be badass, though, to get him. I, I was yeah. hoping we would. Well, we had Zeke, so. Just All right, so. You guys being Cowboy fans, are you willing to call it a season and no. hopefully get Trevor Lawrence? No, dude. Or do you think or do you think you could try and make the playoffs? Anthony I was talking to earlier and Anthony says, you know what, this season's already a loss. No. We make the playoffs. We fucking put Dak on some stem cell research <laughs> and Hopefully he'll be back on his feet. We'll ch- we'll chop Andy Dolphin's leg off. <laughs> Don't give it to Dad. Yeah, like, he'll have a white leg. leg or... <laughs> Dude, I truly think that <laughs> somehow Dak made it work. Still, even though there was a lot of things, I just felt like he made it work with his legs. Obviously, yeah. Uh, it, it's such a shame if we could pick up somebody that could just run the ball as a as a quarterback and. And half-ass throw it because you got some badass receivers. So obviously you're not going to get line protection. So get someone that's very mobile and knows that they're gunning at you every day, <laughs> you know, and and that you're going to be fast and that you could throw on the run. That's all you need. Somebody that could just throw on the run because you got some badass receivers. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. But so, who's out there? That's the thing. Is like I don't know. Well, that, that's why we we look. We go we outside search. the box. We. Yeah, fucking. He doesn't even have to throw good, dude. Yeah. What? If, okay, I got one. How about this one? 
What about the guy from New Orleans, Taysom Hill? He's a runner. Oh, that would be badass. Strong. He, he could take a hit. He could give a hit. He could fucking kick a field goal. He could pass it to himself. That guy is my favorite player, by the way. Who? You guys need defense, too, so he could probably play linebacker as well. Yeah. Yeah. The the What's his name? The um Hill, Hill from yeah. uh, Saint, Taysom. Uh, the Saints. Taysom. Yeah. yeah. I just know him as King of the Hill. King of the <laughs> King of the Um Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> They're not hey, gonna well, you need to them. put your headphones in. You keep breaking up. Well, I can't because I'm charging my phone and it's the same little plug in. That's why Apple sucks. Let's see. <laughs> it says okay, this is uh let me see. This is twenty twenty NFL free agent list. Is that this year? Was that before the year started? I don't know. I'm looking Drew, at my Drew phone. Anderson, Matt Sims, <laughs> Jacob, Drew Stanton. Yeah, there's a bunch of nobodies, dude. Uh, Alec, no. That's from like Alex next... Smith. Chad Kelly. Smith. Who the fuck is Chad Kelly from Indy? I don't know any of those players you just named. I don't either. That's that's who's out there okay. right now. How about RG? Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is out there. He was our backup. He's over with the the Giants right now. What uh, about what about if you guys go and get Mitchell Trubisky? That's a, that was one I heard. I heard that we might get him. <clears throat> we need somebody. Or, or, or what about this one? Another New Orleans quarterback, Jameis Winston. I would do Jameis Winston. Honestly, better than Ben DiNucci. <laughs> yeah, he, but but see, Jameis Winston, you give him the you give him the play and say, hey, they're coming for you, so fucking run and throw it. Like run or throw it. Like there's not even a play, just fucking old school uh, neighborhood football. Like hey, Jim, <laughs> know this, uh, Jameis, huh? it's like, hey, Jameis, I don't know if you know this, but we don't have an offensive line, so you're on your own. <laughs> I think I think that's a good pick, man. We know he could run. He I saw him run bases. He was a baseball player. Okay, yeah. what are you what are you willing to give up for Jameis Winston? Ben DiNucci. <laughs> <laughs> fair is fair. Even trade. <laughs> I, I would give up Andy Dalton for Winston. But he's only signed <laughs> to one year. We can't get rid of him. All we need is one year until that comes back. True. Yeah. But- but New Orleans needs something in return. Hey, that's man. not that. Like everyone, always I'll give up, up. Give up Pollard. It's like what, if, what why if, don't we go? What if what Jerry? If give up oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on. What if Jerry goes crazy and does a Herschel Walker trade and trades Zeke for like just an ungodly amount of picks and players? Nah, nah. You keep Zeke. You give up Pollard. Pollard has potential. I think that's someone that would be of interest well, for James saying. Winston. You get rid of Zeke, you could probably get some good, some good uh, collateral. Oh, you'd get him. mad cash. That's I don't true, even, but I don't even think you would get that much for Zeke because he's too expensive. I'm sure somebody out there will pay for the Giants. No, because oh, Barkley, I think that's Barkley's where they, hurt, right? Yeah, I, I think we're, that's where it's fucked up because. It seems like you could get running backs anywhere. Like you know who you, you know who anywhere. should be quarterback. Seriously, and I'm being dead serious. Is who? Cedric Wilson? Who? Cedric Wilson. 
he's our receiver. I was gonna say he, he sounds, was a quarter- He sounds familiar. Yeah, but he he was a he was like an all state quarterback. Really? Look, check this out. I just looked up. I just looked up backup quarterback ratings. Right, this is for this year. Guess who's number one? You, we just talked about this guy. Alex Smith. No. Oh, that Hill guy. No, it's same team, but. Jameis Winston. Yeah. They have Jameis Winston as a number one backup uh, QB. Number two. I like Winston. Number two behind. This is from NFL. Number two is Andy Dalton as the top backup <laughs> quarterback. And that, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that after seeing. Granted, he, he didn't have blockers, but, I mean, some of his decisions weren't but, very good. See, but that's what I'm saying is Jameis Winston is the closest thing that you're going to find to Dak. What about a uh, Brissett? He could run, Brissette? and he runs on the. He runs and he throws on the run. One of the things that Jameis Winston had a oh. problem with with Tampa Bay was that he tried to throw from the pocket, and he sucks. <laughs> what about Tua? I would no, take him. Tua, Tua won't go to the Cowboys because he's the Miami quarterback. Fifth, oh uh, yeah, they put oh, him he's, starting. He's starting now. Oh well, yeah. they're good. Yeah. At that. Well, let's get Fitzgerald, or what? Not Fitzgerald. Uh, Jacoby Brissett. Fitzpatrick. They got Jacoby Brissett, Nick Foles. These are uh, these are probably old. Case Keenum, Justin Herbert. He's starting now for the Chargers. Marcus Mariota. Dude, doesn't doesn't seem like the NFL overall is hurting for quarterbacks like yes. big time. Well, yeah, everybody. All the good ones retired. Geno Smith. Oh, Geno Smith sucks. Jalen Hurts. He sucks too. Let's get Cedric Wilson. Joe Flacco. <laughs> I like Flacco. Joe Flacco. I like Flacco, but he's I not like running. Little Mexicanness comes out. He's like Joe Flacco. <laughs> Chase Daniel, Chad Hen. I don't know who that is. Trevor Simeon, AJ. Shit, man. The, the Cowboys should try Blaine to get Gabbert. Nick Mullen, Jay Bethard <laughs> from the Forty ers RG three still out there? Yeah, he should. He's with the Ravens? He's a playoff quarterback. <laughs> I thought he was retired or gone. I didn't know he was even still in the league. Matt Schaub, Colt McCoy. Come back to Texas. He's with the Giants right now. Yeah, I don't know. There's a bunch of nobodies. Hey, so since I've been locked in the house, other than sports, I've been watching stupid shows. And there's this stupid ass show on Netflix. It's called Hoops. I've heard. Have of you that. heard of it? I've heard. Dude. You told me to watch that, no? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it is so stupid and vulgar, but it is fucking hilarious. I thought it was hilarious, but I like a bunch of stupid shit. <laughs> you 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 I, sent that in the group in the group chat, no? Yeah, to you guys it? gotta watch it. It's, it's what, fucking what? funny. It's about hoops. <laughs> it's about wow. a, like it's a it's like a high school high school um basketball coach and he's like he's fucking ridiculous like all he does is cuss and and drink and take pills and he oh, makes yeah. fun of his players and it's funny you gotta is watch it a it. cartoon yeah it's a cartoon so it's animated okay yeah it's fucking stupid though <laughs> but it's funny like i couldn't stop laughing. yeah even it- like the intro song it's pretty funny <laughs> Oops. I'm telling you, just watch one episode and you'll be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We should make a cartoon of like our childhood and like Wallball. You know what I mean? Like Wallball cartoon. No? <laughs> Wallball? Yeah, like we were playing Wallball. Like animated though. 
So you can make yeah. it look cool, like the wall ball goes through or the ball goes through your. Foot. I think, I th- I think we could make a cartoon of of our childhood, like for real. Yeah. Like just I... the stories we have, the the stuff we did. <laughs> we should. That'd going be funny. To church there, or just going to the park, or fucking staying out forever. Or our parents were drinking; yeah. they didn't even know we were outside. <laughs> And there was one thing I, you're all I banging on the door Abel. mom let me in who are you <laughs> i don't know why abel and i had this thing where we would knock on the door at your house and your grandma would answer and we'd run off <laughs> we did that to everybody <laughs> freaking oj's mom like marcos's no, no, mom yeah like we were scared to like yeah. ask if you could come out and play well my grandma was mean man my grandma was no joke, man. She didn't fuck your, around. Your grandma would always have her rollers in her hair, yeah. smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> smoking a cigarette. It, yeah. it was it was funny because your grandma would always like make tortillas too, mm-hmm. like fresh tortillas and stuff. But it was crazy because she always had like a cigarette. So I was like, man, I wonder if those tortillas taste like cigarettes. That's what made them taste good. <laughs> <laughs> you got addicted to them. <laughs> they were addictive. <laughs> that, that explains a lot, Abel. Thanks. <laughs> the, the secrets in the nicotine. <laughs> just opened my eyes. <laughs> I, I didn't like. Oh. I don't know, but I ate like about twenty. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That makes a lot of sense, man. That's why tortillas and butter was like the best fucking thing oh ever. My God, bro. Hey, that's why that's why she called you Gordos. She's like, King up, Gordos eats like 20 tortillas. I wonder why. <laughs> that's why she was always making them. Because <laughs> that's all he ate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. Taking me uh, back now. Oh man. Hey, what what's the one meal, Anthony, that you remember from your childhood? What's the one what? One meal that you remember oh. from your childhood. Hmm. Like, like, I don't know. Hmm. There's so many. Tacos, like, I guess. Like, like when my grandma made tacos, like, oh, my God, these are the best, man. She always put the little bit of, like, potato in it with the ground beef. I like, oh, I like yeah. yeah, that's why I like it. That's when they buy a pound of ground beef, but they made it three pounds of food because yeah. they add potatoes yeah, in it. Yeah, man. Yeah, my, sometimes like, my mom, my mom didn't even add the ground beef. She just put potato tacos. <laughs> potato tacos. Swear to God, my mom would give us potato tacos. Right. Yeah, there. dude. Uh, so we would have like, like for Thanksgiving. That's a holiday that's coming up, right? So like, my mom she'll have a Thanksgiving dinner, but then the next day she would make potato tacos with the mashed with potato. mashed potatoes. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's smart. They're so, they were good too. Hell yeah, dude! Dude, Mexican moms are creative as fuck. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, you know, like the whole videos, those five minute crafts. I feel like they stole all that shit from Mexican moms. For real. Yeah. For real, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. What's your What's I your childhood like... meal? My childhood meal. Yeah, like your shit, most. Dude. It's a hard question. Well, my my favorite is a bean burrito, dude. Like, it's so simple, but my mom, like, I just remember, like, my mom, like, making us, like, bean burritos, like, every single day. Not because she was lazy or anything. It's just that they were so fucking good. Like, yeah. she, I had that memory, and I got the chills and I, everything. I saw that. I was like, what's going on there? Like, You don't like beans at all? 
no i like beans i got i literally just got a chill like oh man it was weird i saw oh, it i was like what the oh, hell oh shit it's like covid oh it shit like the covid spirit. chill also my window's open it's fucking cold outside i have the windows in the house open throughout the day oh i thought you meant right now i was like what the fuck's wrong with you well i have this one open i haven't closed it but i think it just blew in too so i was like it was a combination of everything <laughs> that's why you got the chills <laughs> The light flickered and everything. And <laughs> hey, so talking about that, the holidays are coming up. Um, I've been looking for gifts, like of what I want to give to to the kids and all that. Mm-hmm. And I know it's early, but I was just kind of cruising Amazon and and stuff. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, man, uh, one thing I want to get, um, I guess, my stepson is is a uh, some cards because he likes sports and a hobby he's always asking about like gee whiz information about baseball mm, yeah so i want to get him baseball cards i want to nice. start like a collection hell yeah dude and i was and so i went down the rabbit hole abel and i used to have so many fucking baseball cards dude i think my mom just gave them away to goodwill one day but yeah. we had so many like we had binders filled so i kind of want to do it so i was looking through you know just went down the rabbit hole looking at cards and all and uh dude some of those cards, they gotta be worth money. But Heck yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I always wonder, like, what if mom never threw away our cards? Like, would we have five hundred dollar card of King Griffey Jr. rookie season? What about I there's a part of me that feels that Chris has the cards. Ooh. You think so? Well, dun, you know what? Dun, Chris dun. is Chris does hide shit, but I don't yeah. know where they're at. Yeah, no, I'm Christo, pretty sure mom gave him away. Christo has his fucking stuffed animals and shit from when he was like a kid. So I'm sure, sure he Hey, has- Anthony, get what? this. So my grandma uh, had this medallion thing that they gave me when I, I became a Guadalupano. Remember, I used mm-hmm. to always go to church and all? Yeah. So I had this like medallion thing. And when my grandma passed away, I had I was like, oh man, I wish I had it. So. I, we had no idea where it went or anything. I'm like, I wish I still had it. And my mom was like, oh, you probably lost it and this, and, you know, blaming me. I got it when I was like 11 years old, 10 years old. Well, Chris like goes to his room and pulls it out. Of, I don't know how he pulls it out. And he's like, look what I have. So Chris does just hide shit randomly. Wow. But it was dirty as fuck. You I don't know, know where he <laughs> But you know what? That's cool, man. Older brother looking out. You know what I mean? He was like, this fucker doesn't know what he has right now. I'm yeah, gonna but take it. For for years, dude. I'm talking for at least ten years. We thought it was lost. Like even he heard he was there. And my what? mom would say, You lost it and what I would play my mom. What Peter doesn't know is Chris used to play that shit for pogs and shit. That was his <laughs> that was his slammer. He was his like slammer. Dude. You guys are so fun. here comes the Guadalupano. Boom. Damn. And he would Hey Peter, are you, if if you buy him cards, are you gonna buy him like like a pack he can open, or are you are you gonna buy like a card that's already like? No, I wanna buy I wanna buy like the like they have all these like binders now that actually they say it's like a baseball cover and you yeah, know yeah. we we used to just have a damn binder with the plastics in it, but yeah. now they're like a whole thing. Um, so I was thinking of buying that with a, a pack of cards to start off nice a collection. 
I think but, I always think I that's the best because you get to open them, and, and I think that's like the the like joy the, of it. Yeah, the it's joy like, of it. Oh, who did I get? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. But uh, but also like a part of me, it's like I, oh man, I, I got Gucci. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, who the get fuck this. Is so that? you know what's funny though is uh, so like I said, I went down the rabbit hole and I was looking at old like people that sell bundles of cards and all, or they sell their own packs, and this guy has. Pretty much every Diamondback card that was made, like, damn, say 2000. I don't know. It's not everyone, but it's like a pack of like 120 cards. And he's selling it for 30 bucks. And he has pictures, you know, like, so I'm looking at them. Uh, Well, not of each one, but like the way he has it set up. And there's a bunch of the 2001 World Series, like a bunch of players that nobody knew. Uh, And then, like just looking at their stats, like he has some pictures in the back. So I'm like looking and I'm like, oh man, this guy played for this team. You know, just all the yeah. stats of when they played throughout the MLB. And I always thought that was cool, you know? So yeah. I, I think I'm going to buy more for myself than anything. Dude, I, I, well, you know me, I collect all kinds of shit. I got Hot Wheels. I got, a, I, I have uh, football cards oh. I was collecting for a while. Uh, for a while. And uh, same thing, like I have them in a in a binder, and and uh, I think that's like the joy of it is opening them up and finding what you find, like getting, uh, like the the anticipation of finding out what you got. A lot of times, yeah. it's like, oh fuck, I didn't get nothing. But I mean, it's still hey. cool. Well, I was gonna ask you because you have like the biggest Hot Wheel collection I've ever seen, <laughs> and and you have them in boxes, obviously. You do have some that are free. Yeah. Uh, Noah has like a million Hot Wheels, but they're all out, you know. But he has a shitload of them, and I want—I've seen things that they display, like you could display them mm-hmm. on the wall. Where do you find that shit though? Because I've looked online, and they don't really have them. like, you know uh, what I mean? like a like carrier the, that goes on the wall, or or I've seen some ones? people build some. Yeah, the open ones—it's hard to find, like a like something where you can display them. They sell stuff like Hot Wheels sells one, but it's like expensive and it only fits like yeah. 12 cars or something. It's like, it's kind of pointless. And then I've seen people that make their own yeah. that are displayed like a, like a thing you hang on the wall and they, so I, I don't know. I, I don't want to make anything cause I, I'm not very <laughs> crafty. Well, um, well, the cheapest route that I've seen is uh, a lot of people will go to like the fishing equipment and especially like fishing season when it's out of season, they'll sell the, mm. the little talk tackle boxes, the little clear ones, you know, the little flat mm. ones. Oh yeah. 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 <clears throat> they'll sell those really cheap. And then you just take the cover off and you, you hang that part on the wall and then it has oh. little shelves, individual little shelves. You can put them all in. That's right. The, I got to look into that. Yeah. Good like, idea. Yeah. Like around when, when uh, fishing season's out, I think around this time, actually you can probably find some yeah. deals on them. Way to go, Donnie. Yeah. Time to go to Cabela's. Yeah, Cabela's, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I, Pokemon cards, dude. Like, I had, a, I used to have a shit ton of Pokemon cards back in the day. And my mom, we we can't find them. I don't know. I think my mom threw them away, but she says she didn't. Probably. But, um, man, there's some cards where that I had where I, I looked them up now to see what they were worth. And, dude, some of them are like $60, $70 for one card. And it's like, fuck. Are you kidding me? Like, fuck, man. Dude, yeah, you so. know what I've been you know what I've been watching lately, like since I've been in this quarantine is Pawn Stars. Mm. Like dude, it, it's crazy. Like fucking I don't know why it started popping up on my Facebook feed, but I've been watching a lot of like Pawn Stars. And just like the shit that people go and they take in, they're like, How much you how much do you want for this? And they're like, 
uh, like about $800. And then they're like, all right, well, I'm going to bring in an expert because I don't know much about this. And then it turns out like it's worth like $25,000. Yeah. And it's like, holy fuck, dude. Like, it's crazy. It's super crazy with some of the shit that people like go and sell. And it turns out that it's worth thousands of dollars. It's it's all about what is somebody willing to pay for it. That's what it is. I mean, you could find a dirty napkin that fucking Michael Jordan blew his nose in or something, and it'll be worth <laughs> a fucking fortune, you know? Just yeah. all about if somebody's willing to pay for it. Yeah. There's all kinds of all shit right. you can sell for, like, like, lots of money that you wouldn't think they're worth much, you know? Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. It is. But anyways, be, before we close up shop, uh, one thing I wanted to get to, it's The Mandalorian. Peter was talking about a show, Hoops, that he's watching. But this week, the big show that's coming out for the second season is The Mandalorian. I was late to it. I just start, uh, I started watching Mandalorian a few months ago, finished it, and it was pretty good. How excited are you guys for this second season of Mandalorian? Is it something that... You're going to hold off so you could binge watch a few episodes or are you going to be tuning in week to week? I think I'm going to try to catch it week to week. Uh, I'm going to watch it with the boys so until they start coming over to the house again mm. uh, once this kind of blows over. I, I told them I'd wait for them. So I'm anxious to see it, but I'm also anxious for, for this to end. So, um, but it looks cool, man. I I don't know how you saw them all, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen I've yeah, seen so, all the episodes. I just like how it's a different view of the Star Wars universe, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's more unconventional, I guess you could say, because it's like the the side stories and this and that. But of course, I think Disney Disney revolves around what's hot, and so there's obviously going to be a lot more of the Baby Yoda. I think it's more of the Baby Yoda show than Mandalorian. <laughs> Somebody, some people yeah. are saying that they should have a baby uh, Jabba, Jabba the Hut, a baby one. <laughs> it was like that'd be pretty. Oh funny. shit! Yeah. Do you think there's going to be any surprises this year? I mean, obviously there's going to be some surprises, but what do you think? Uh, if you were a betting man, what do you think would be like your, I guess, your, your shot called this season? What do you think is going to happen? They're, I think they're going to show a female Yoda being. A female oh, Okay. Yoda. Like Yaddle? I don't think they've ever showed a... Have they? Yeah, Yaddle comes, Yaddle comes out in, in Phantom Menace. Really? Yeah. It's oh, like yeah, a female Yoda. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I think they're, they're going to show either like the either Yoda or like mm-hmm. the mom Yoda of the baby. What what's the time period of the Mandalorian? I don't know. Shit, I don't know it's the timeline. Af- it's after. It's oh. ap- at- It's after Return of the Jedi, or yeah, I believe it's after Re- Return of the Jedi, before the the new movies, some shit like that. I gotta look at it, but I think that's what it is. Okay. Um. Yeah. I did. I did hear that there was a leak on the first episode. It's supposed to be like fifty-seven minutes long or something. Oh shit! Oh, shit. <clears throat> yeah, Damn. it's gonna be a long one. Fuck! How how long are they usually? Are they like, like thirty minutes? Yeah, they're like thirty minutes, twenty something minutes, something like that. Between twenty and thirty. Oh okay. Oh okay. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm kind of looking forward to it. I was telling Anthony before we started the show that I started watching Star Wars again. I'm on episode two. I'm finishing up uh, Attack of the Clones or whatever it's called. Uh, I kind of like the first three movies, like the the ones that we like grew up with, not so much the ones from like the yeah. the 80s or the 70s or whatever Four, it was. Five and six, right? No, 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 no. I like. No, yeah, yeah. I don't like four, five, and six. I like episode one, two, and three. Okay. I don't know why. I know it's like the the sheddier of the movies, but I like those. I guess it's like the nostalgia feeling of when I was a kid. Because mm. I remember when Phantom Menace came out, like everyone was buying like the lightsabers and shit yeah. and like beating the shit out of one another. <laughs> so like, like I and we even had like the Darth Maul fucking little lightsaber. So <laughs> like, that's why I. I like Star Wars because it reminds me of my childhood, but not so much the Luke Skywalker, the Han Solo shit like that. But I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited for the Mandalorian, yeah, even so. though even though it's like a different. Um, it's not so much the Skywalker series or whatever. It's well, called. it's it's actually so it's right after Return of the Jedi in the timeline. It's right okay. after the the Return of the Jedi and before <coughs> the Force Awakens. Oh, okay. So it's it's closer to the Return of the Jedi, but yeah. Do Do you think we'll get a cameo from one of the movies, like uh, a character from one of the movies? Mm. I don't know. Maybe. I heard like Boba, an act- Boba Fett was supposed to come out in it. Oh, I could see that. Um, because he's part of the Mandalorian or whatever. But um, other than that, I mean, I don't think they can really well. Like a Chewbacca, maybe or something. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, or like, I don't know, like an R two D two or a CP three O or whatever the fuck his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, like just someone, suck, someone recognizable that you're like, oh shit, that's fucking so and so. Yeah. Or even like Luke Skywalker, that would be cool if like Luke Skywalker was to come out like in the background. He just walking like, around. Like, no, 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 like he's like in hiding or something. Mm. Imagine oh. that would be kind of cool, yeah. Like a way they tie it in. Like, <clears throat> I'm sure there's something, I'm yeah. sure that'd be cool. Hey, did they ever say what happened to uh, fucking uh, Jar Jar Vinks? He died, did he? I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> How stupid that fool was, he probably did. Hey, uh, there, there's one more thing that I wanted to talk about. So, obviously, we, we talked about football a little bit earlier. Um, I just wanted to go over to fantasy football uh, before mm. we leave, see Ooh. where we're at. Because it, it's been a close race, man, surprisingly. Uh, or we all just suck at it. I think we all suck. But we nobody wants to be last place in this group. It's only us four, Pat, you, Abel, and myself. And so, uh, Anthony, give me some music. I'm going to give the little, the little highlight of a uh, fantasy football. See if I can spit this out. I don't know. Oh shoot! <laughs> All right, I need a dun 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 dun. <laughs> Going into week seven, all four guys were tied up with three wins and three losses a piece. And uh, Twisted P took on Post Mahomes, and Post Mahomes got the best of him on this one. He takes this one 135.02 to 107.4. Tyler Murray had a great week. 
but it wasn't enough for Twisted P. And on the other end of the bracket, you got Texas Tacos and Team Daddy Ice. Team Daddy Ice going strong against Anthony. He takes this one 133.2 to 117.26. With these wins, now Abel, Post Mahomes, and Daddy Ice, who is Pat, they both uh, are tied for first place. Anthony and Peter are uh, are duking it out last place. Don't want to be last place. It's still early in the season. Cowboys are going to pull it up the rear, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> now, and that does it for our fantasy football update. <laughs> well, thank you, Peter, for the weather report. All right. Not bad. Awesome. Good, Good job, Peter. <laughs> I, I got to work on that more. This was yeah. just on the fly. On the fly. But... In yeah, studio I don't even know. Yeah. So, when are you guys looking to do a in studio show again? Yeah, I say I say we get a little bit, man. We gotta be safe. Better safe than sorry. Like another yeah. week. Yeah. I say another two. Yeah, at least another week for sure. <clears throat> I think. Um. Friday, we're done here. But I would give it a week from that Friday. Yeah. Least. Cause like my quarantine should be ending on, on Thursday. My quarantine should be ending on Thursday. Uh, it's because there's like mixed, I guess there's like mixed messages yeah, yeah, that they're that, giving, and that's and that's why I say just go a little bit more yeah. than what. Uh, Better to be safe than sorry. Because one of the things that I wanted to say is they're saying two different things. They're saying ten days, and they're also saying fourteen days. So if I go by the 10 days, my quarantine ends on Thursday. If I go by the 14 days, then it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So it would be next Monday my quarantine would be up. I would, I would say at least next Wednesday or Friday, like somewhere around there. But Works for me. That would be – yeah. And we, I, we'll figure it out, but we'll keep in touch. I, I think we could do one more show like this, and then for sure we could do – a. We'll have our, I guess, our reunion. second reunion show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it seems like every fucking month it's gonna be a reunion. Dude, it kind of sucks, yeah. man. I was kind of bummed out, man, because we we were on a roll, we were on a weekly grind, and and our numbers were, were going up, and and yeah, just yeah, we yeah, uh, no, yeah, Anthony's absolutely right. Uh, we were trending up. Our numbers were looking good. Yeah. We were starting to get the ball. Uh, starting to get that ball rolling once again before COVID, uh, our numbers really were really good. And then we obviously took a fall at the beginning of the COVID season. Um, then we finally hit a stride once again. Um, and then, of course, 2020 happened in reality. But but I, let's see if we could do one more show uh, online. And then we'll again hopefully meet up in a couple in a week or two from now, in, in person. But yeah, man, we need yeah, a. We definitely need to get or do a show right after the Mandalorian, so we can kind of all talk about that too. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the Ma- uh, Mandalorian, the Mandalorian. Let, let's let's shoot for next Monday. Let's okay. do that. All right. Let's shoot for next Monday. So then. It gives us enough time to maybe watch The Mandalorian a couple of times. That way, we're experts, and hopefully, we could get Pat back on the show, and he get he, yeah, he could give us his Star Wars expertise because 
more than likely we're going to be getting characters and things wrong and Pat's going to be so disappointed in us. So we need to get him back on the show, but closing thoughts, Anthony, man, uh, man, I just, I just, I feel for you guys, man. I, I, I the situation kind of sucked the way you guys got it. And I just, <coughs> it's a bummer, man. I, I just, you know, God, man, it was fucked up year, dude. <laughs> like fucked up year, man. Oh, it's not over. Hey, that's it's true. Not over. That's true. And there's a meteor gonna hit. An asteroid's gonna hit on the second. So, no shit, really. Who told you that? Don't worry, I got my sources. <laughs> Fucking Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson over here. <laughs> shit. Peter's got sources. But, uh, Peter, yeah, closing thoughts. Uh, go out and vote, man. That's, that's about it. Go out and vote and be safe. Wear your mask. So predictions, Anthony, Joe Biden's our next president. Yeah, I think so. Peter, next president is. I think I'm gonna go with with Biden. Uncle Joe. Okay. Uncle <laughs> Joe. Oh. Crazy Uncle, Uncle Joe. Joe. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Joe Biden might squeak it out. Uh, I was thinking Trump was going to walk away with this one, but it looks like the polls are showing that Joe Biden is going to be our next president. But who knows? Polls polls yeah, were so- wrong in 2016. And it being 2020 and a pandemic going on, shit, maybe Kanye West wins. Who knows? But uh, yeah, man. Okay. I want to give a shout out to Sophia because she hooked me up with some pills for my COVID symptoms. Uh, she hooked me up with because the doctors and the nurses basically said there was nothing I can do about my COVID because I'm somewhat young and I should be able to pass it uh, with relatively no like with no medication you know so they didn't really give me anything so I was like oh man this is gonna suck but Sophia Uh, A few days ago, she dropped off some medicine for me, so I'm super grateful for that. Um, But yeah, man, wear a mask. (sighs) What can I say? This was our first show in a month. I'm happy to do this once again. Uh, Yeah, man, this was The Middle's Open.